0: Hello, and welcome to The Signal, Workplace NL's health and safety podcast. Workplace NL is the Workers' Compensation Board in Newfoundland and Labrador, Canada. The focus is to promote safe and healthy workplaces, provide return-to-work programs, and offer compensation to injured workers and their dependents. This series of podcasts will provide you with the latest information on how workplaces can protect the health and safety of workers. Please enjoy the show.
1: Mental illness is a leading cause of disability in Canada. It prevents nearly 500,000 employed Canadians from attending work each week. The cost of disability leave as a result of mental illness is about double the cost of leave due to physical illness. All in, the economic burden of mental illness in Canada is an estimated $51 billion per year including healthcare cost, lost productivity, and reductions in health-related quality of life. This is just the cost to society and workplaces. The human cost is even greater. In any given year, one in five Canadians experience a mental illness. Since COVID-19, Stats Canada is reporting that one in three Canadians will be affected by mental illness in their lifetime. And 32% of Canadians aged 18 to 34 say they need mental health care but they're not able to access it. There are a variety of treatments available for mental health conditions but there is a powerful recovery tool that is often left untapped and this is peer support. Peer support is an important tool to have in your toolbox, and it's a great complement to other mental health supports. Today, I'm joined by Megan Riggs. Megan is the Communications Officer with LifeWise here in Newfoundland and Labrador. Welcome, Megan. Thank you, Deanne, for having me back to Workplace NL. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me. You have so much information, so much good information to to share with us that um, when I had the opportunity to invite you back, I jumped at it. So before I guess we get into what peer support is, can you just give us a little overview of LifeWise? Absolutely. LifeWise
0: is a provincial organization. It is staffed entirely by people with lived experience of mental health and addictions issues. So our staff uses that lived experience to support other individuals along their journey using trained peer support. And in addition to the advocacy work that LifeWise does, advocacy is one of our three pillars. We also have our frontline peer support services, Mm -hmm. as well as public education and community engagement. So we really follow those three pillars Mm -hmm. to provide support to the province. Our uh, frontline peer support services includes the provincial warm line, which seems to be what we're very well known for the provincial warm line supports on average 850 callers monthly. Along with the warm line, uh, we also have our peer support groups weekly, our family support group monthly. We also offer one-on-one sessions to peers, mm-hmm. and we do that all across Newfoundland and Labrador. Right. So we have three office locations, one in central and one in western, and we have members of our Lifewise staff that are integrated and a part of many teams throughout the province. So we have staff at the Waterford Hospital on the units. Right. We We have staff at Doorways here in St. John's. We have staff that are a part of every fact and act team from St. John's to Happy Valley Goose Bay. Mm -hmm. So we really try to integrate peer support and the offering of trained peer support in urban, rural and remote areas of Newfoundland and Labrador and then for our public education at lifewise we have mental health first aid trainers and assist trainers on staff so we are able to offer monthly training sessions to community and public we have our Cat training. So that mm-hmm. is our today and tomorrow too. It is our peer support training program that we offer. We are the only organization in the province that offers the ability to train other peer supporters right. in the field. So we offer that along with other presentations and different trainings, mental health in the workplace, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. And then of course, our advocacy pillar, which is really making sure that the voice of lived experience is at the table when larger changes are being discussed and made on a a larger scale to raise up that voice of lived experience from the staff at our organization. So in a nutshell, that's really who we are and what we do.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously such an important piece of uh, mental health supports here in the province. That, I mean, I know uh, in the beginning your organization was called Channel. We were. And it seems to me that the organization has really grown and has really taken on more of a leadership role, um, I guess, in supporting persons with mental health uh, conditions in ways that research has shown to be effective. And that is through uh, through peer support. So what is peer
0: support? Peer support, Deanne, is when you support one another through the connection of similar experiences. And there's a little bit of a difference in natural peer support and trained mm-hmm. peer support. So what we offer at LifeWise is trained peer support. And natural peer support, we do that in our day-to-day life very often. It's that sharing of that similar experience, the connections that someone has. I live with depression, you live with depression. Mm -hmm. We get together and we discuss what it's like to live with depression. At LifeWise, the trained peer support component of it, it's the exact same. It's still the connection of experiences that someone has and connecting on that level. Mm-hmm. One of those individuals is a trained peer supporter. Right. So as a peer supporter, as a trained peer supporter, we're able to dig into our toolbox and it's a little more of a structured conversation, a structured support session and we're able to draw upon the training that we received to make it a safe environment for us as the person offering the support mm-hmm. as well as the person getting the support. But at its core, peer support is the connection of similar experiences right. amongst people supporting right. each other.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, we have some employers, workplaces that are perhaps listening to this podcast right now. and. They're probably asking themselves, well, you know, okay, so this is what peer support is, but why even have it? Like, what are the benefits of having trained peer supporters in my workplace?
0: When we're looking at person-centered care Mm -hmm. in our mental health and addiction system, you cannot say that you offer person-centered care without also saying that you offer peer support. Right. So peer support is a foundational and integral part of any holistic and person-centered mental health care system. Yeah, So it's really putting the person and their needs at the center. And we are the experts in our own mental health. We know on a day-to-day what we need in that moment. It's having that advocacy piece and having that self-determination to be able to say, this is what I need in this moment. So peer support allows that to happen. And when we add peer support into the picture, it creates that beautiful, well-rounded, holistic
1: Mm -hmm. approach
0: to supporting people. Why peer support? When you add all of that in, it allows this creation of a sense of space and belonging for somebody right and using our lived experience it provides the support because we come from it from experiential knowledge of living with mental health and addictions issue and then also the tools and the training that we've been given yeah so it's it enables us to build trust and hope through the validation of our experiences and then when you add in the benefits of the trained peer support component, then comes along your ethical approach. So then there's a standardized practice. You're setting an expectation. You're right. minimizing confusion as to what is expected of you. Right. Because there is a community of practice involved with it. Yeah. So when you add that all together, why peer support? That is why. Yeah. That is why that yeah. is the benefits of trained peer support.
1: Yeah. So what is, I mean, it really sounds like to me that there is similarities between peer support and counseling. Is there a difference between the two?
0: There is absolutely a difference between the two. We get that a lot. It's a common theme that we see come up from time to time that peer support is counseling. Mm-hmm what's the difference between peer support and counseling? There are a couple pretty big differences and peer support was never created or established as meant to be a standalone practice it works beautifully and the best when it's used as a complementary support right. to others to create that full circle right. of support around an individual. Mm-hmm. There are some key differences. Peer support, of course, the entire core of offering trained peer support is the connection between similar experiences, learning from each other, yeah. giving each other hope, sharing each other stories, right. whereas counseling you're probably not going to sit down with your psychologist or a counselor mm-hmm. and a, they're going to unpack their life as right. well there's also peer support is a low to a medium intensity sort of support so we don't offer a crisis intervention mm-hmm. or crisis situations whereas you know the more traditional forms of therapy has the room and the space to sort right. of support somebody through those situations. Peer support really explores present moments mm-hmm. with somebody. What it is the person is going through at that moment, unpacking that, and then supporting an individual in setting a goal for the future. So as a trained peer supporter we don't sit down and unpack past traumas and struggles right. and connect those to now moments and then look at a path forward right. whereas in traditional counseling and therapies you can do that you can right. sit you can look back on your life and then you can make con- those
1: connections absolutely where how the past affects the present, which is affecting possibly your future.
0: We really focus on the present moments, what's happening for you right now, Mm -hmm. meeting a person where they're at in the moment and then giving them hope and setting a a goal for a future moment in time. And then of course, our tools are very different and what we are capable of using. As trained peer supporters, the main tool that we take from our toolbox is so it's right. an acronym. It stands for identifying an issue. So again, looking at what's mm-hmm. happening in that moment, sharing a vision, sharing our stories, right? exploring paths to go forward, and then setting that journey. So supporting yeah. somebody in setting out the goal, sending mm-hmm. them on their way, and then us being there to connect back, to see what works right. with that, and then adjusting and and continuing that continuum of care with somebody whereas counseling they have all kinds of tools they Mm -hmm. can pull from their toolbox they can provide you know cbt dbt Mm -hmm. different forms of trauma counseling there's a, a much broader range of things that you're able to avail of. right? And that's why we say that peer support is a beautiful complement yeah. to traditional therapies. Do some people just avail of trained peer support? Absolutely. Do people just avail of counseling? Absolutely. Do people use it together? Yes. It's all about what that individual, because everybody's unique, of course, mm-hmm. feels that they need and what's going to be best for them on this particular right. journey, because yeah. it's so unique.
1: I kind of look at mental health. I mean, it's no different than physical health, as we know. But I kind of look at mental health uh, as being a puzzle. Peer support is one of those pieces of, of the puzzle. I am so grateful to have that service available to you know to me to anybody here in the province Um, a little bit I guess about my story Uh, when I was 21 years old I started um, having panic attacks and a lot of anxiety I had nobody to turn to and of course because of stigma I did not speak about what I was going through, years and years of turmoil, lots of struggles. And uh, you know, it was actually from twenty one to thirty three when I finally sought some help going to my family doctor, mm-hmm. getting medication, having counseling. But I still didn't speak to my family, to my friends, to my coworkers, because of the stigma, I guess that was still attached to. A mental illness, but once I started talking to people about you know my mental health and and what I do to keep myself mentally healthy, it's made me it's made me feel so much better mentally, knowing that there are people that I can reach out to that can support me, either you know in a formal manner like Lifewise, mm-hmm. um, the Warm Line or just the uh, just my family and friends who can support me in, in other ways. So we certainly have come a long way since I was 21 years old. Absolutely. And it's just an awesome piece of the puzzle that we put together in order to keep ourselves mentally well.
0: Absolutely, DM.
1: So now we also have people out there who are listening, and they're – really interested in having some trained peer supporters at their workplace. Can you tell them what is involved in peer support training?
0: So the peer support training program which is TAT Mm -hmm. today and tomorrow too. It's has a couple of different components. The first would be the Mm in-classroom training component. So it takes just over a week to fully complete the in-classroom portion, so six full days in total. And you cover a wide range of topics within that week. There's 13 modules that are covered and spoke about in-depth, different techniques and different tools and different methods to use to really unpack your story, when to use it effectively, language to use. All sorts of different Mm -hmm. modules are covered within that in-classroom portion. Then when you're finished your in-classroom portion, there is a written exam that you do, which you need 75% Mm -hmm. to pass. Once you complete your written exam, you can move into... Sort of your shadowing, I would say. Right. It's where you take what you've learned in the classroom and then you witness it being put into action by right. already trained peer supporters. Right. Once you complete the shadowing portion, then you move into a mentoring phase. Mm-hmm. So you are then mentored by already trained peer supporters. Right. And you do this in one on one sessions. Okay. So you complete a minimum of six mentored one-on-one sessions with individuals where you are mentored in that setting. And then you meet with your mentor after the session and there's a discussion. So a minimum of six is required. We say a minimum sometimes at the end of that six if you're a mentor and you feel that maybe a couple more would be helpful Mm -hmm. just to get you there. right? Then that's accommodated for. And once you're signed off on in your mentoring phase, then you go into the completion of your 36 one on one hours. Right. So you must complete 36 one on one hour sessions Mm -hmm. in order to be considered a fully certified peer supporter. Once you do complete your hours, then you conclude with an exit interview. Right. All together, it normally takes on average a year and a half to two years Mm -hmm. to become a fully certified peer supporter right there are options some people avail of the in classroom training Mm -hmm. for a workplace or something like that and they don't go forward with the rest of the training that's totally an option that can be availed of if you just want that classroom component And then, of course, there are people who who do it all, and then we support them throughout that entire process.
1: Are there any restrictions
0: to becoming a peer supporter? There are a couple things to keep in mind that would be considered, I suppose, restrictions. You must have lived experience, mm-hmm. of course, living with mental health and addictions issues, in order to become a peer supporter. Right. So having that lived experience piece and being at a place where you're comfortable mm-hmm. with sharing parts of your lived experience in a support setting is required to be a yeah. peer supporter. Uh, I would consider as well your level of wellness. Mm-hmm somebody who has done a lot of work and has received a lot of support and is a really good place in their wellness is probably in a much better place of getting this training and becoming a trained peer supporter than somebody who might just be entering this journey that they're about to go on. So really checking in and knowing your level of wellness before deciding to avail of right. this training, yeah. would, I would consider a restriction. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, time, Deanne.
1: Absolutely. Time, the
0: time it takes if you really want to go on the journey to, to being the fully trained peer supporter, a year and a half, two years.
1: Yeah. Time commitments. That is that is that is a time that, that is definitely uh, a huge factor that you would have to consider. Absolutely. If do you have that time to put into becoming a peer supporter, I guess the whole training aspect of it. But then I guess do you have the time to be that peer supporter after the training is done? What are some of the challenges of being a peer supporter?
0: I would think for me personally, that the biggest challenge of the work, the biggest challenge of being a trained peer supporter is waking up and making a conscious choice every day to be vulnerable mm-hmm. in your role. Yep. In order to offer peer support to another individual, you have to look inside yourself And connect to a feeling and an experience that the person who you're supporting is going through right now. Right. It's a conscious choice to be vulnerable. Yeah. Every day you're choosing to expose Mm -hmm. yourself to things that you may have packed away long ago. Yeah. But to really make that sincere, empathetic connection with a peer that you're sitting and you're supporting. That's where you must go. And when we expose ourselves to that vulnerability, especially on a daily basis, as all of our frontline peer supporters make a choice to do every day, of course, then comes your burnouts, Mm -hmm. your compassion fatigue, your vicarious trauma all of those things that come along with allowing yourself to be that open right, to receiving somebody else's pain while connecting mm-hmm. with your own. So it's definitely the forefront of the challenge I right. see with, with peer support. So
1: is there any other um, additional training that you can do?
0: There is additional training that we can avail of as peer supporters. When we finish our peer support training program, we do go through a cycle of different trainings Mm -hmm. that we will complete afterwards. So of course we complete our mental health first aid and our applied suicide intervention skills training. We also get together and speak towards secondary injuries. So this is a presentation that really touches on the compassion fatigue, the vicarious mm-hmm. trauma, signs to look out for, things to recognize within ourselves, ways to reach out for support if right. you're starting to notice some of those things. So that is offered as well. So once.
1: kind of like self-care. Absolutely. Having your self-care uh, plan Absolutely. developed, Implementing. Imp- implemented, sorry, Checking back in with yourself and assessing your own level, Absolutely. I guess, of wellness, Absolutely. which is so important.
0: And it's also so important, Dean, to have a workplace that really holds the wellness of the staff to a mm-hmm. very high degree as yes. well. So at LifeWise, for example, all of our frontline staff, our shift operates from 9 in the morning until midnight. So there will always be a member of management scheduled to be an on-call debrief right. person for any hours that a frontline staff, right, are doing their job. Right. So, no matter what time it is during that shift, if they've just gotten off a call, there will always be the opportunity for an immediate debrief mm-hmm. of what it is that they just experienced. Yeah. I think that makes a big difference when you're dealing with and hearing the sorts of things that we deal with on a day-to-day basis and i'm sure it can ring true for many people that do any frontline work Mm -hmm. that's the immediate ability to be able to get out and talk about what it is that you just experienced is really important so having things like that in your workplace although the work is hard and although there is additional trainings available sometimes it's the little things that can be implemented Mm -hmm. within the the workplace that makes the difference
1: absolutely absolutely and you know we talk about that uh, all the time with uh, with employers, it's the little things, it's the small steps that you can take every day um, as an employer, as a supervisor, as a worker that can make a huge difference in the mental well-being of um, of the workplace, I guess, the workers in the workplace. Well, Megan, thank you so much for joining me here today to tell us some very important information about uh, peer support. And I guess anybody can reach out to you at LifeWise. What is the best way to reach out to you or I guess anyone at LifeWise for additional information?
0: you can call the provincial office, Mm -hmm. which is 753-1138-709.
1: Right, (laughs) that's right.
0: And then of course, if anybody has any other further questions about the services that we offer or anything within the organization, or if you're looking for support yourself, Give our warm line a call. Yeah. It's open from 10 a.m. to 12 midnights. The number is one eight five five seven five three two five six zero. So you can call that number. The supporters are excellent with answering questions about our services, mm-hmm. and also our great listeners and our great supporters themselves.
1: Great. Well, thanks again for joining me.
0: Thank you so much, Deanne. Thank you for joining us today. Transcripts are available to use in your workplace to increase workers' knowledge in various occupational health and safety topics. Visit WorkplaceNL.ca for more information on the services we provide to workplaces. Feel free to share the signal on social media to improve workplace health and safety everywhere. Thank you, and have a safe and healthy day.